0: that night, I awoke from my (laughs) sleep, hearing unknown voices laughing insane. And welcome everyone to the prequel of Conspiracy, Vim. And with me as always is my brothers in arms, Ben, David, and Gabe. How y'all doing tonight, gentlemen? Fucking
1: fucking delirious from so much King Diamond, that's how I am.
0: I'm glad you're along for the ride at least.
1: Oh, I'm on the ride. Don't worry about that part. That's shrieking like a little girl, but.
2: So much King Diamond, y'all. Or a King Diamond. Shrieking like a King Diamond. Oh! Uh, Yep, this is their third studio, or his third studio album. I guess it isn't them, even though, anyway. Um, Released on June 20th, 1988, on Roadrunner Records. Um, Runtime of 41 minutes and 39 seconds. It was recorded in MMC studio in Copenhagen. Produced by King Diamond and Roberto Falco. Um, the band was King Diamond on vocals, keyboard, guitar on rehearsal versions, and that doesn't seem like it's necessary. Ambula wrote guitars, acoustic guitars on them, Peter Block guitar, Hal Patino on bass, Mickey D on drums, and Roberto Falco, uh, keyboards. Timmy Hansen came in and played some bass for, uh, rehearsals. So, them pretty much their, uh, Merciful Fate had their fingerprints all over
0: this. Yeah, made it a better album probably
2: i i think this is a pretty solid album too i do too
0: i think this is probably my favorite one out of the bunch oh really okay
1: yep it's my second favorite
0: that's that's a high bar there for you though david i mean this is not
1: gonna be a c (laughs) (laughs) that's that's how much they achieve not again not only
2: here is where capes tracy so tracy i have a question for you okay it's the reason that you picked this because it was in Clerks too.
0: Yes, that's exactly the reason oh, I of picked course it. Is. I I it. I do it. I thought that. I too. don't know if you were here for that conversation or not. And I was like, well, afterwards, I'm like, I picked this one because of this, and I, sh- I, I showed the clip from <laughs> Clerks Street with it in there, with Jalen Bob sticking there, and then you get the, well, that's Welcome Home, and then you get the, uh, Randall saying the invisible gas, flipping freaking out Elias. Yeah. So that is exactly 100 percent reason why I chose this album.
2: I'm glad you did.
0: Me too. It was a fun ride. I think this one he's at his spookiest for the for what we've done, where it actually kind of feels the most concise and like coherent. Like it just everything for this album works better than the counterparts have so far. I agree with that. Well that's this the, is one of the
1: few is, ones. Oh, sorry, go ahead, please, Ben. No, we'll finish your thought. I was going to say this is one of the few ones that occasionally almost was actually scary.
2: Um, I agree, and I would say that that's because this is the the original story, just like Abigail was indeed, was and, not supposed indeed. to Abigail too, and this is the the first half of, as opposed to the conspiracy. But this is a much more. Um, there isn't the wackiness that comes in the second half, like in Abigail 2 There was like, okay, there's some a twist here that don't didn't really seem necessary and the conspiracy just seemed padded both in the runtime of the songs and like in story content but this is just you know and it's a much more traditional like ghost story you know absolutely Um, and 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 as somebody who likes spooky stuff that's why we do the spooktaculars, like you know amongst with amongst everybody else on this call i think um Mm -hmm. i can get into that and the lower the 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 lower the mental gymnastics i have to do to make the story make sense in an audio format that is songs and not like somebody actually telling a story the more impactful it is and i think that this is one of the the high bar moments of his storytelling style in that way
3: yeah and i think i would pick up on that to say something also about you know King Diamond's style as a whole, it's really close to opera in the sense, in the way that the story is told. Um, You know, you have kind of movement between just real singing and also just like dialogue within the songs. Um, And I think that one thing that makes his storytelling work here too, is the drama that's built in. You know, it's really, I think that, you know, opera is its own thing but it's also hard because like if you don't really feel moved by the music the the plot is not necessarily going to move you like because like people state how they're feeling instead of necessarily you know what i mean like it's very blunt and like very heavy-handed and so if the music doesn't hit you in the feels um nothing will and i think that uh you know this album is really successful in that right i don't like it as much as um the original abigail uh, but man it's really cool has some really like memorable riffs too
2: yes and i want to follow up on that because i also think abigail is better than this but i think this is really good um and king diamond uses his vocal a range really well here to play different characters and evoke different emotions in a way that he doesn't always do on some of the other stuff where it kind of feels like he's being more showboaty and just like using his full range because fuck it he can't and very few people can but I really thought that he was much more restrained and dialed in to telling the story through his voice in a way that he doesn't always do
0: I didn't put that together until you mentioned it but yeah I would definitely agree with what you said and how his range of vials for such a dynamic, because typically in this situation, you just have two different singers playing different roles. Like you do it with like some of the uh, Treyarch, I think, is the one who's real, where we like four hour long, like symphonic albums, like a bunch of different artists and stuff. Like, but here with him, I would do both. Like you would definitely tell with his range here that I think it adds a very well-done layer that was definitely not a conspiracy. It uh, might have been on Abigail, too, but I don't remember.
1: I agree this has some of the best riffs of any of these albums. Some hooky cool shit on here, and I much prefer when he uses his crazy range for storytelling to when he's just showboating, because I think that's what pissed me off about some of the other albums where that's a little bit more manifest. And again, he's allowed. If I had
2: a voice like this, I'm sure I would, too, but it doesn't mean that I have to like it. Sour Grapes. That'll be his next album. Um, And, you know, when we've said this, if you've listened to all of these, and if you haven't, shame on you, uh, the playing on this is is as good as it is on the other. For sure. Um,
3: Yeah, it's fantastic. And there's like, I also want to give a shout out to Annie LaRock. Like, he's just killing it on uh on the guitar. 100%. and not to get too into tracks, but like some of the melodic sections on here are really just super sweet and um, very well done. Agreed,
2: agreed. You just, uh, the way that this is laid out and composed is, a, is really good. You know, this is, this is, again. I think I may have already said this, but this is what I want out of a Gene Diamond album.
0: Yeah, and this album moves at a fairly quick pace too. Kind of boom, boom, boom. It doesn't really kind of stick around too long and kind of you know take too long. All right.
3: Are we ready for some tricks? Can we can we also talk about how like the the sequel is basically built in here? <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Yeah, yeah. He was like, ah,
2: I will leave open for a sequel. Because I wish did. so that like you know, where he did leave himself room to make a sequel, not just a sequel it's not as inspired as the original, which is usually the case
3: yeah, unfortunately it's just almost so many weird.
1: albums so quickly
3: yeah, it's a remarkable pace and, you it's know <laughs> advisable, probably not um, I don't
1: know, these albums are only apart by like a year or two you're like, what the
2: fuck? Yeah, he doesn't really take a break until Never. after the I, and then five years until Spider's Lullaby, and then basically goes back into one a year for a few years, then every couple of years. So.
1: I mean, Abigail yeah. was only the year before this,
0: and like yeah. in the mid to late '90s, Merciful Fate reformed as well. Yeah. And I need to correct myself. I said Treyarch. It's actually Arion is the band I was thinking of, where it's like you had the one main singer, song main songwriter. Who writes this massive symphonic operatic piece that brings in a bunch of guest artists, to kind of fill in spots? That looking at the notes of the guest artists on one of the things is ridiculous. But yeah. So are we ready for songs? I think so. Take the ride.
1: Oh. That was great. <laughs>
3: Indeed, more risky.
0: But I think it does really well from the first half from through mothers getting weaker
3: i would also say take the ride um i enjoy welcome home invisible guests bye bye missy a broken spell the accusation chair and uh twilight symphony
1: yeah take the ride i don't have a whole lot to add i think most of these are okay the phone call bonus track is creepy as shit. Yeah. Damn, dude! I don't know where it was supposed to go originally. Uh, the beginning, I guess, based on how it, what he says. But,
2: but yeah, just get on the get on the spooky ride. Ride it for forty three minutes. Get off and puke. Yeah, um, I also agree. Take the ride. No additional
0: notes. Well, goddamn. Greets! grandma. That's as high as I can go. Sorry.
3: Whoa. Well... That was pretty good. Tracy, just keep working at it. One day. One day. Yeah. Your King Diamond cover band, Dink Hyman. <laughs> Dink <laughs> <Diamond. laughs> Amazing. Uh, You're welcome. What do you think, Tracy? What's your grade? Our,
0: mm, nope. I'm going to save that one for after. It's for after recording's over with. Okay. But. Up next, we're doing their debut album in...
3: Are, are we not going to be grading Tracy's <laughs> like, see ya. <laughs> see ya, losers. I'm I'm out. I was like, what's happening? <laughs> I got
0: confused. <laughs> it happens. Um. <laughs> no, that's
2: it. We're, it's over. The spirit Tracy's of the grandmother has taken it over.
3: It's like, he was <laughs> like,
2: I can no longer do this out of order. <laughs> 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 out of
0: order.
3: <laughs> Tracy's been possessed. Indeed.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm going to give this a 91. An A-. minus.
3: Oh shit! I'm um, right there with you, Chasey, At a ninety. Uh, I'll give it an eighty-nine. I'm gonna give it my second highest
1: grade of the evening at seventy-nine. You're welcome. Didn't you say it wouldn't be a C? Just a C plus, motherfucker. You <laughs> get your merry whole grade letter ass shit out of my face. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You were hoping for oh oh, but it's not a B either, Tracy. It's a C plus. Yeah. No, I'm not buying it.
0: You're right again. <laughs> I'd buy it. <laughs> I would too.
2: Nope. Uh, oh shit. Which was not on this album, but that's okay. I love that song.
0: It's no, it still works. So Tracy, yeah.
1: now what are we doing next?
0: Our average is 87 oh, um, Well, I would buy it.
2: Yeah, we everybody but David would.
0: Yeah. So now we're doing the debut album, Fatal Portrait. Oh, boy.
1: I am yeah. excited for that.
0: Oh, I bet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I really wish he would just use his voice even more, you know? Like, if that were the only thing happening, that would be really good. Well, so,
0: David, uh... you're wishing up the true. Look yeah, how, I'm in for a treat. Look John is
1: living. So it's like... <laughs> oh, shit. Whoops. I guess I'm solo now, and I must show off how amazing I am.
0: I mean, there are worse singers to be.
1: I mean, I said this when we were off air. The only reason I'm giving these albums Cs and low Bs is because I fear he will just manifest in the corner of a room and rip my fucking soul out if I don't. So you say legacy bump. I say fear of demon manifestation in the room. So... Mm-hmm. And then write potato, a potato. Tomato, tomato.
0: tomato, exactly. tomato. Yeah. You've heard this.
1: this you Here's the guy's
2: house of the movie. Go
1: down. And then I just ripped it in half. It's <laughs> like. I just fall, in, fall <laughs> we
0: Just, Would you see a hand come down from the screen and grab David by the head and just, just pull him off? Much pulled much my more head head off.
1: Than that. Yeah. It just goes.
0: Oh my gosh. Uh,
1: oh, well, we got the plot <laughs> all figured out I'll for putting out the movie. Yeah,
0: that's be, that's,
2: uh, that's that's Don
0: Hornsby is making calls now. So that's a fatal portrait, if you would say.
2: Uh-huh. Ah, ah. we're gonna end
0: there. Okay. Ah. Ah.